This is the emergency medical minute. All right, good morning. So medical minute for today is gonna to be on salicylate toxicity. So this is an interesting one as thinking about elderly and altered, right? So the differential for elderly and altered is a laundry list, right? Everything you can think of. The one that you don't really think about is potential chronic salicylate toxicity, right? So old people, for whatever reason, love taking aspirin for pains, right? It's not very good for pain, but for whatever reason, the dogma for them has been, oh, we'll just pop an aspirin. Well, if they have chronic pain and they're taking aspirin chronically, you want to start thinking about altered mental status being caused by a chronic salicylate toxicity. So the issue with it is you got to get it. It's all going to come from history mostly because salicylate levels are not useful in the chronic setting, right? So an, a salicylate level that we test for in overdoses is for an actual acute overdose that day sort of thing. Over time, salicylate levels are not useful because it just gets distributed into the tissues. And so ultimately, all you're going to see is an elderly patient that's altered for unclear cause. And your only real indicator otherwise that this could potentially be salicylate is a anion gap metabolic acidosis. All right. So there's, again, the mud piles for um, anion gap acidosis. Would One of them can be salicylates. So when, you're, when you see altered, generally elderly, and an unexplained anion gap acidosis, think salicylates. Um, treatment overall is generally just fluid replacements. They're usually going to be dehydrated. And if they do have the anion gap acidosis, you can alkalinize the urine. And what that would be is three amps of bicarb in a D5W drip. Um, otherwise... Thinking about um, acute toxicities, you can have similar symptoms, nausea, vomiting, vertigo, uh, some tachypnea, tinnitus, that sort of stuff. Questions? Emergency Medical Minute is and always will be about free medical education. Medicine's most prolific podcast is successful because of our supporters, donors, and of course, our listeners. Please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And if you support spreading free medical education, please donate at our website, emergencymedicalminute.com. As always, keep listening.